Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Today on CityCast Philly, here in the city and across the country, maternal health statistics look bad. A recent state report found that the number of severe pregnancy complications rose in Pennsylvania over the last several years. And Philly's numbers are some of the worst. Today, I'm speaking with a health official about a new city program that will tackle this issue head on and work towards healthier pregnancies for all. It's Monday, September 18th. I'm Trinae and here's what Philly's talking about. Dr. Asta Mehta, you're an OBGYN, and you also oversee women's health at the Philadelphia Department of Public Health. We have this data that shows that people are getting hurt during pregnancy and after labor. Can you kind of walk me through what kinds of issues people are having? Sure. So I would like for us to define like what getting hurt means. It means a complication that may occur during the delivery. Um, And so that is not like someone is hurting them. And so the data that was released recently through the state um, is really looking at, you know, complications that might occur during childbirth. Um, We know that most common complications during birth include hemorrhage, include embolism, infection, preeclampsia, and complications of high blood pressure. So those are the known complications that we know. How severe those complications are is what we're trying to capture in a way. Um, And being able to capture that is still not really well understood through the lens of public health and data. Okay. So I want to break down some of those definitions of severe complications. Asa, I actually experienced some of those complications that you mentioned with the pregnancy and delivery of my son. And that was my first pregnancy, my first delivery. I had no idea what preeclampsia was when, you know, nurses and doctors were talking to me and telling me about this. So can you kind of break down some of those definitions that you just gave us? Sure. So I I think, you know, people understand what hemorrhage is, which is, you know, a lot of bleeding after the delivery. Um, In terms of preeclampsia, it really is sort of a diagnosis of high blood pressure and a number of other things. You know, so it could be, you know, protein in the urine, it could be sort of changes in your blood work and things like that. So we have like specific things that we look for that sort of push us towards a preeclampsia diagnosis. There are risk factors if you've had a high blood pressure before. Um, Really, if you're a a young pregnancy, meaning like if you're um, a teenager or really an older pregnancy, so somebody, you know, over 35, 40, those are all risk factors um, for preeclampsia if you have twins. So that's what we do know. But the actual sort of internal mechanism about why some person one person gets preeclampsia and another person doesn't even if like all the risk factors were the same that's still not very well understood got it 
There was another phrase you used as well. Infection and embolism. And embolism. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the one. I, I was not sure what that meant. Yeah. So embolism is a blood clot. And so it could be a blood clot in your lung. There's um, something very specific to pregnancy, which is an amniotic fluid embolism. And that's sort of like an air bubble through like the amniotic fluid that can get into your body. Nobody knows why some people get that. It's very rare, but it does happen. And it is a very, very severe complication. Asta, what's causing these trends to spike up? So, you know, it's, it's complicated. So overall, we are seeing that the population that is having babies is older. And the older you get, the more chance that you have, um, you know, a pre-existing condition, you, you know, that mm-hmm. might sort of make that pregnancy more high risk and sort of lead to these kinds of complications. You know, there obesity, you know, higher weights, that can also lead to complications in pregnancy. We know that those rates have gone up um, in the United States. But outside of that, you know, we're seeing these like persistent disparities. And that is the most concerning thing. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with social determinants of health, all the things that sort of um, happen in your life that lead up to that pregnancy, that pregnancy can carry the stress of those things. Um, And so this is where you live, where, you know, the types of opportunities that you have, um, you know, where you work, the type of air you breathe, all of that stuff can come into play when you're thinking about how healthy your pregnancy and childbirth process is going to be. So Asta, what is the city doing to help with reducing the number of these severe pregnancy complications? The first thing we're doing is trying to better better understand how often this happens and sort of qualifying a little bit as to what are the causes of these complications. Are they preventable? Are we doing a good enough job of once we've identified the complication, being able to talk to families and people that are impacted by that complication so that we're supporting them afterwards? Are we connecting them to sort of long-term chronic health care? You know, that sort of thing. Um, And so the first step is to really, again, better understand, you know, what are these complications that are happening. Um, and I think that Pennsylvania data, like to sort of go back to sort of the, the the reason why we're talking today, that doesn't really give us a good clinical understanding of what the actual complications were. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing in the city is the Board of Health actually earlier this year approved um, mandatory reporting for severe maternal morbidity or these severe complications that happen in pregnancy. So that you can better track what's happening. Exactly, exactly. Okay. And also better understand sort of like, is it a couple neighborhoods more so than others? Like where should we put resources? And then also like what supports do hospitals need to build in? Or is it really sort of like, do we need to build up some community supports and that connection to the community after the complication? So first, first step is to really just better understand sort of what are the complications that we're seeing? Okay. Is Philly the first place to try this? Yes. So we are the first county in the country to do this sort of mandatory reporting of maternal morbidity. What's the timeline? When would we see results? We plan to launch the surveillance in the first quarter of next year. Um, and so we're going to collect our data for about a year to you know, make sure that we're collecting it properly and, and that sort of thing. And then we'll be able to sort of better release that data out to the public. Asta, like I said before, you know, 
I had some of these complications with my first pregnancy and delivery. Those were really scary moments because, you know, I had this this dream of what my ideal delivery process was going to be, right? But that is not what happened. And, you know, it was a really scary and jarring and shocking experience. Can you tell me, you know, about what you hear from other people who go through some of these severe complications? Yeah. So I think that, you know, and Trinae, I'm sorry that you had, you know, that experience. I I think that as a society, we sort of glamorize pregnancy and, you know, we think that everything is going to go perfect. And from a medical perspective, and we know through these numbers that, you know, as the population gets older and potentially more unhealthy, that, you know, these complications are going to become more prevalent. Um, And we as healthcare professionals have to do a better job in terms of really preparing people for the types of complications that may occur. But it strikes a balance, right? Like we, you don't want to be overly like scaring people, right? Like they're so scared during the pregnancy and kind of is not a great thing for mental health if you're like sort of scared about everything that's going on. But, you know, striking that balance with like really being upfront that like these are, you know, known complications that occur. Um, And so there is like the balance there. But I would say like because there's just more public awareness that pregnancy can be complicated, that childbirth can be complicated, people are more aware of the fact that these things exist and that they're there. So, you know, we really want to, as a from a public health perspective, you know, we want to better understand sort of how often this happens and how we can build supports for people, not just to prevent the complications, but if they occur, how do we build supports for people so that they feel uplifted once that complication occurs so that, you know, they can decrease some of that or maybe there'll be the less incidence of that depression or that PTSD and that sort of thing that can happen. You talked about this a little bit before, but just having support. And that was something that was so important for me in my first experience of pregnancy and delivery and birth and all of that. I know that sometimes, like I said, it was hard to translate information or just understand the process of birth. So where can people go for support? So Philadelphia is an incredible city. Um, The community organizations in Philadelphia are incredible. So um, Maternity Care Coalition, Nurse Family Partnership, Oshun Family Foundation. I mean, there's so many, Um, but there is... Um, what we've created in Philadelphia, understanding that there's so many of these great support organizations, is a centralized intake for um, home visiting programs. These are trained people that could meet you at your home, but they could meet you anywhere, and they can help you navigate healthcare systems, help you make appointments, um, you know, get you sort of other kinds of material goods you might need, like diapers or a crib, um, you know, those types of things. Um, And they can help you navigate like mental health support and and, and all those types of things. And so we have a centralized intake for all of these home visiting programs called Philly Families Can. So it's like a one-stop shop where you could call a phone number, tell them what your need is, and then they can match you with a, you know, with a program that would be able to help serve your needs. And so that's another um, support that's out there for people so that you don't have to navigate like 15 different websites to find information. Asa, how else can a partner, a family member, a friend support someone going through this experience? 
it really truly it's it's not just a, a phrase it takes a village and that is so true i Trinae, i've also had two kids and if i didn't have my support system um you know there's times where i didn't feel especially postpartum and i think that's the mm-hmm. thing that we really need to talk about so much more i think that society sort of puts this pressure on us to be like superhumans right like right. you know you went through this like you know really incredible experience of birth and it's a, it's a life-changing experience like mm-hmm. literally changes your body right we all know this those for oh, those yeah. that have given birth <laughs> um and all the sort of emotional roller coasters that you go through you're you're potentially breastfeeding if that's what you how you choose to feed your baby that is like a big pressure obviously postpartum depression is like this big thing that we know exists just from the changes in physiology but also sort of all the things that you know, your whole life has changed, right? Even if you've had kids before, another child add to that mix, like changes that whole family dynamic, et cetera. And so it's really important for partners, family members, whoever to really check in on, check in on mom, right? Like I think so many people want to just be like, I want to hold the baby. Let me talk to, let me see the baby. And it's like, we're sort of not looking at mom, how are you feeling? Like what's going on with you, right? Like it's all sort of like, how are you doing with the baby? Not so much like, how are you feeling as a, as a, as an individual? And that's, I think where we really need to sort of share this information with, with, you know, the family members, with the support people to be like, check in on mom, right? If you feel like mom is going through something, get educated on what are those complications that can occur postpartum. Hey, like I heard you're feeling a little bit short of breath or you feel your heart's racing. That could be concerning. Let's call the provider. Let's make sure that, you know, you're okay. Really, because we're so in it as like when we've had a baby, right? We're so like sort of tunnel vision and like trying to get things done. We might not be paying attention to our own bodies. We might say something here and there, but Mm -hmm. that's not our priority. And so ensuring that those support people are in tune with that and are also thinking that like, yeah, the baby is a priority, but so is mom and like complications can occur. Um, And we know most complications occur postpartum. Let's learn more about those and ensure that we're kind of clocking that, you know, as as time goes on. Dr. Asta Mehta, OBGYN and medical officer of Women's Health at the Philadelphia Department of Public Health. Thank you so much for all of this information and breaking this all down on CityCast Philly. Thank you, Trinae, for having me. To learn more about the programs around maternal health here in Philly, check out the Birth Justice Philly Summit happening October 26th. We'll have a link for this event in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed this episode about all of the information about maternal health, tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter, Hey Philly, to learn more about what else Philly's talking about. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. Bye.